Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Do I have everybody's attention now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say a tag rounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday nights, prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? That's right. This is your one-stop shop for all the latest and greatest when it comes to entertainment news. I'm your host, Don Mega, and I welcome you to the show. We're broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona. It is Monday, October the 7th. That is right. It's season 19, episode 2, and tonight's show is titled... Send in the clowns Because of course we're going to talk about the number one movie in the world Joker That's right, we're going to do a non-spoiler review And uh, little birdie tells me We might be doing a spoiler review later Oh, yeah, am I still on the air? Am I? Spoiler review We'll see Stay tuned for possible Am I still on the air, Joker spoiler review? Because I know my boys friggins and peeps, we really want to break down this film. We want to talk about it in all of its glory. And uh, we might be cooking that up later this week. But first, it is of course non-spoiler review here today. On top of that, all the latest and greatest, all the news that have come out in the world of television, movies, trailers, everything within the last week, we're going to get you caught up to speed with. All right? So, with that being said, let's not waste any time and let's jump in to our non-spoiler review of the number one movie in the world, Joker. Now, I am going to preface this review by saying about a year ago when the news of this movie started to come together and Warner Brothers was saying, we might do this Joker origin movie that takes place outside of the DC Cinematic Universe. Like, this is not the same Joker. This is not Jared Leto's Joker. This is um, an origin story of just Joker in the 80s before Bruce Wayne even becomes Batman. Um, It's a story unlike anything you've seen, and it takes place in its own kind of quote-unquote elseworld. And I thought, man... Todd Phillips, the director of the Hangover movies, (laughs) he wants to do a kind of Martin Scorsese-ish type Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. I said, this sounds like a horrible idea. I hated it. I hated this idea, plain and simple. If you follow me on Stardust, uh, when the first trailer came out 
and I did my trailer review, I said, you know, looks like a great movie, but it doesn't look like a Joker movie. Um, and I've just been kind of so-so on this film ever since its inception. Well, I'm here today to tell you uh, that I was wrong. Plain and simple, this movie is phenomenal. Um, it's fantastic on so many different levels. And I have to start off with Joaquin Phoenix, who, number one, I want to state for the record, for whatever reason, I'm not a very big fan of Joaquin. Yes, he's a great actor, but he's not somebody that I care much about. <laughs> he's not somebody that when I see his poster on a movie, I'm like, oh, I need to go out and see this Joaquin Phoenix film. I just don't care. He hasn't really done much for me since the late 90s, you know, early 2000s, like 8mm and like Signs and Gladiator, you know, that that's my Joaquin Phoenix. And then the last, you know, decade or so, he's just done all these little indie films and it's just, the guy just seems so pretentious and weird and I just didn't care. Well, I'm here to tell you that he kicks so much ass in this movie and if he doesn't win an Oscar, I will be very, very shocked. Uh, the man deserves an Oscar. Um, I will be flabbergasted if he doesn't get um, at least a nomination. I, I not only feel like he should get a nomination, but I do feel like he should win. And yes, I know there's other movies that will still come out, but I don't see anyone touching the performance that Joaquin Phoenix gives in this film. He's just a dude trying to take care of his mom in this movie, and society just picks on him and hates him. And you see this descent into being a criminal and him never feeling good about himself until he makes his first kill and and then just seeing it snowball from there this is going to be a very touchy and weird kind of review that I really have to dance around when it comes to the non-spoiler aspect of this um you know the first half of the movie it's not a joker movie but by the second half of the movie he's the damn joker and he is an amazing joker um and the movie kind of sets you off in this direction that you're just like wow where do we go from here what did i just see um it's just phenomenal the way it was shot the way it was directed the cinematography the acting from everybody across the board um the music the way it plays out you're just not expecting some of the stuff that happens and in the end of the day it's just so damn good it's so damn good now i know like my boy friggins when he posted his review he was like i'll probably never watch this movie again and then see i'm the opposite because i'm like how when can i go see this again i want to go see this again asap um, I feel like there's stuff I missed. I feel like there's stuff that I want to soak in more and understand. Um, but the way that this character comes to be, it's my hat is off to you guys. I mean, you guys pulled it off. I did not think a solo origin Joker movie was a movie that anybody wanted, anybody needed, or that could even be pulled off. And my and you did, and <laughs> you did it in an amazing way. I can't wait to see it again. It deserves um, all the amazing kudos that the film's getting, the accolades for Joaquin, um, and just all the money it's making at the box office because this was not an expensive movie to make. This is not a typical 
superhero movie. I just want to stress that. If you're going to this movie thinking, you know, it's a DC film, it's a superhero film, there's really no action in it. (laughs) Um, it, It's a slow burn, but this is the slow burn that I like as compared to when we talked about the Sleepy Space movie last week at Astra, which was a horrible slow burn that just wanted to put me out of my misery. Um, Joker pays it forward and pays it off in a big, big way, and I can't recommend this movie enough. Um, in the end of it, uh, I give it four out of five stars. I know some of you might be going, damn, he hyped it up so much, you only give it four. You Remember, a four-star movie is still amazing. Uh, it did an awesome, awesome job. For some reason, though, you know, and maybe it's just because of how tough the movie is and how deep it is and it is disturbing. I don't know. I didn't walk out of the theater being like, that's a five out of five. Like, I just didn't have that gut feeling like I normally do when it comes to five-star films. Um, but I easily would say it's a four. It's probably a four and a half. I mean, there's just, there. there's some slow, slow parts in this movie that I think could have been either cut out or could have been sped up. And I would have appreciated it a little bit more. But outside of that, I mean, that's just me getting nitpicky. So, um, you know, I just don't like to give half stars. But this movie probably does deserve it. And I'd probably go about four and a half out of five for Joker. So that's my quick review there of Joker. Like I said, stay tuned to our Twitter and our webpage. Um, I am working with Friggins and Peeps to uh, try to get together this week. And uh, do an Am I Still on the Air Joker spoiler review. Because uh, I know a lot of you have been requesting it. A lot of people want it. Um, so we're going to try to talk about it. So we'll, we'll try to get deeper into Arthur Fleck <laughs> down the road. But with that out the way, let's get and shift gears. And let's get into our news of the last week. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark director Andre Ovradal is set to helm Dracula. Uh, the Last Voyage of the Dementor. That's going to be his next film coming out. Um, we have an article up with the creator of This Is Us talking about why last week's season premiere was full of all new characters. Um, so pretty interesting article there. I talked a little bit about this on last week's show about just, you know, um, you know, trying to spruce things up a little bit and, and not just be the same old, same old show from week to week. Um Speaking of new shows, I do, before I forget, want to say I just checked out the Batwoman pilot, and um, it was pretty decent, you know. Um, I'm curious to see where the show kind of takes us going forward. This The pilot episode had a lot of work to do to kind of set up her origin and everything like that. Uh, I do think the Batman suit down in the cave was horrible. They were trying to play it off. Oh, the suit is pure perfection. Uh, not really. That is the ugliest Batman suit I've ever seen. Um, but <laughs> it was a fun show. I like that they're pairing up Batwoman with Supergirl on Sunday nights. So I'm down with that. And all our CW shows will be returning this week with The Flash and Black Lightning. Okay? So that is that. Now, I know they, they had said that you were going to get an exclusive first look at Terminator Dark Fate if you saw Joker in IMAX, which I did see Joker in IMAX, and I did not get the Terminator Dark Fate special first look, so they kind of lied to me on that one. Um, but hopefully, if you saw it in IMAX, maybe you did, so congratulations to you there. We have the first poster for Bad Boys for Life. That's right. We ride together. We die together. There's a cool poster for that movie. There is a new movie being put together called Middle West that is actually going to be on Amazon. And Michael B. Jordan and Seth Rogen, along with his producing partner Evan Goldberg, are producing the series for the Amazon streaming network. 
Netflix has officially renewed Dear White People for a fourth and final season. Netflix is moving forward with Shadow of B- Shadow and Bone series adaptation, and they're putting together their ensemble cast for that. A Pippi Longstocking movie is in the works from the Paddington producers. Eddie Murphy says that up next, after he finishes Coming to America 2, he will be shifting over to Beverly Hills Cop 4. That's right. We've been hearing a lot of rumors about a Beverly Hills Cop 4 for a long time, but it's very cool to get it straight from Eddie Murphy saying that that will be his next project. So I love that. We found out some more news about Spider-Man coming back to the MCU. It looks like Tom Holland, Spidey himself, played a very instrumental role in bringing Spidey back to the MCU. He actually reached out to Bob Iger, who runs Disney, and to Tom Rothman, I believe, who runs Sony, and kind of got them to talk and open up the, the dialect a little bit more and said, hey man, this is what the fans want, let's try to make this work. So, I mean, you know, major props to Tom Holland for getting involved and caring that much about a character he plays to try to make the most out of it. So I absolutely love that. We have the first trailer for The Gentleman, which is the new Guy Ritchie movie starring Matthew McConaughey. They are doing a Home Alone reboot. That is right. We hear about this every couple years and it looks like they're finally trying to move forward with it. uh, The writer from Borat, Dan Mazur, is actually um, in negotiations to direct the Home Alone reboot. So there you go there. Um, We got an interesting article up talking about Lila Michaels, um, who she's confirmed to actually play blank in the upcoming Arrowverse Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but the article is up on our Twitter and our Facebook page. Check it out if you're interested to see who she's going to be in the crossover. Snowpiercer TV series has been long in the works and it is moving back to TNT after it was recently relocated to TBS. That's right. They can't figure this shit out at all. The the show was supposed to be on TNT. Then a couple months ago they said, hey, we're moving it to TBS and now they've decided to move it back to TNT. So there you go. That's where it's at right now. The Rookie adds a new series regular Micaiah Cox to the cast and she is always very good in everything she pops up in so great casting there we got some Dark Fate featurettes explaining all of the main characters which is pretty damn cool so check that out we have the season 3 trailer for Marvel's Runaways coming soon to Hulu which I'm super super stoked about Netflix has officially ordered uh, human resources from the Big Mouth creators. That's right. It will be kind of a spinoff of Big Mouth, um, and it'll be coming to Netflix uh, next year. Stars has officially ordered a blind spotting series with Jasmine Cephas Jones returning to, from the movie. Jesse Williams is joining Hulu's new limited series, Little Fires Everywhere. Universal's All My Life has landed Harry Shum Jr. for a starring role in that. The Shy's Tiffany Boone is is joining George Clooney in Good Morning Midnight. M. Night Shyamalan has announced his first show that will be coming to the Apple TV Plus service. And it's called Servant. So there you go. We have the first teaser trailer for that up as well. Harley Quinn animated series. We've been talking about this for a long time. 
over on the DC Universe app, right? This was one of the first things that they originally talked about, and now we finally know when it's coming out. The animated series featuring Kaylee Cuoco from The Big Bang as uh, Harley Quinn. The show is scheduled to debut on November 29th. So there you go, just a few months ahead of the theatrical release for the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie that will be coming out. In addition, the streaming service also announced that they're developing an anthology series titled Bizarro TV, which will be a mix of live action and animation. The new series will feature fan favorite characters from the more obscure corners of the DC Universe, including Space Cabbie, Ambush, Bug, Slam Bradley, and The Creeper. That's right, Bizarro TV will be produced by Warner Brothers and is expected to premiere sometime next year. So, there you go. Harley Quinn officially coming November 29th. We are finally getting close to that debut. Zack Snyder officially teases that a winter 2020 release date is coming for his Army of the Dead movie that he's currently making right now, his zombie apocalypse movie. CBS All Access has unveiled the Tell Me a Story Season 2 trailer, so you can check that out right now. Cynthia Erivo is set to star as Aretha Franklin in Genius Aretha. That's right, remember they're doing that show Genius where every season they focus on a different person and this upcoming season will be Aretha Franklin and Cynthia Erivo will play that. So she's great, Um, she's really good in everything she pops up in so I'm glad to see her doing that. James Wan is set to executive produce an adaptation of the horror comic Gideon Falls. Never heard of that one, So, but James Wan's involved, I'm down. Abigail Spencer seeks revenge in the new Hulu drama Reprisal. You can check out the first teaser trailer on our Twitter page right now. Colton Haynes is returning as Roy Harper uh, in Arrow's final season. So good to hear here. We actually heard news a couple months ago that um, Roy Harper was not going to be returning and that Colton Haynes was stepping down from being a series regular. Uh, But now he's back, so I don't know if he'll be an actual series regular or if he's just going to be kind of in and out in certain episodes, Uh, but it's good to know that he'll be at least around for the final season. Why not? Ciara Bravo is joining Tom Holland in the new Russo Brothers movie, Cherry. You can meet the cast of Ryan Reynolds' new movie, Free Guy, in a new video that we posted, which is really, really funny, actually, with him and Taika Waititi, uh, the, the... Dude from uh, Stranger Things and uh, Jody Comer from Killing Eve. So uh, Free Guy looks like it's going to be a really, really good movie. I can't wait to see the first teaser trailer for that. Rachel Brazhanan is set to star in a new Sam Raimi horror series called 50 States of Fright. So very cool there. You all know her from um, Amazon's show uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So she's going to be doing horror now, which I think is fantastic. Sesame Street is officially moving to HBO Max and new spinoffs have been ordered for the streaming service. So very, very cool there. Gina Davis's This Changes Everything is is coming soon to the Stars Network. Disney is officially developing a new live action Inspector Gadget movie. Okay, I don't know why we need that, but uh, you know, okay, we'll see, we'll see. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is set to help and produce a behind-the-attraction documentary series for the upcoming Disney Plus streaming service. Michael J. White's Outlaw Johnny Black officially enters pre-production. So that's moving forward there with him. Uh, 
Sorry, give me one sec here. Some notes I don't want to do. Vampire Diaries alum Sebastian Roach has been added to the cast of Batwoman as Plastic Surgeon. Elite has been renewed for season three over on Netflix. Um, I don't even know what the hell Elite is. So, and the fact that it's renewed for a third season, I'm like, where the hell was the first two seasons? I do not know anything about Elite. Um, Stephanie Sigmund confirms her exit from SWAT. Captain Cortez will not be back. Um, so I'm curious about this. I'm actually a big fan of SWAT. I have not had a chance to watch the season premiere yet. So I'm wondering if she just leaves the show, if she gets killed in the season premiere. I wonder what they're going to do with her character. Uh, kind of a bummer that she's leaving, though. She was a good captain on the show. Uh, going back to that Human Resources show we talked about, it is set in the world of Big Mouth's Monsters. And that's the show that will be coming to Netflix. Um, Joe McHale is joining Will and Grace's final season as a spoiler alert love interest. So uh, check that out if you want to know any more. Phil Keegan is set to host a CBS competition for those with physically tough jobs. The show will be called Tough as Nails. So that's another competition there coming soon. Um, Joker broke October records with a massive 13.3 million just on its preview night, man. Very, very big for an October preview night. 13.3. Star Trek Picard, that's right, is finally coming um, in January, I believe. Let me just double check my note here real quick. Yes, a January premiere date. Over on CBS All Access. CBS All Access, of course, is their streaming service where you can watch Star Trek Discovery right now. Also, we finally have the trailer for Season 2 of Lost in Space. I was just thinking about this show the other day. I was like, man, I really liked that first season of Lost in Space. But we haven't seen nothing ever since. So nice to see that we finally got a second trailer there. Um, We also have a trailer for the third Walking Dead series that was revealed over at New York Comic Con over the weekend. The Walking Dead itself has been officially confirmed for season 11. That's right. Um, And Lauren Cohen is coming back full time as a series regular. You know, that's what happens when you try to leave and your show gets canceled. Whiskey, Tango, Foxtrot or whatever the hell that show was called (laughs) that she did. Um, So, yeah, season 11 coming back. Um WWE Smackdown, Friday Night Smackdown is officially moved to the Fox Network and it got big ratings, man. Over 3 million people watched Smackdown over on Fox, which was awesome. Um, Very, very cool. Um, Dominated Friday Night compared to a lot of the other shows. Netflix's Lost in Space is going to be doing a time jump for a bigger season two, so I'm all about that. We have your first poster look at James Bond, Daniel Craig's new movie, uh, no Time to Die, that's right, it's a pretty plain poster, so don't be in any rush to check it out, but it is available on our Facebook and our Twitter page. Rachel Maddow is heading to the CW's Batwoman, we're not sure what she'll play, but she's coming. Zack Snyder talking about the uh, the uh, Justice League Snyder cut once again, he's still saying the cut is done. And he also revealed that the general from Man of Steel was supposed to film um, a clip uh, for Justice League, he was in Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. He was supposed to film something for Justice League, which would have shown that he was Martian Manhunter. So uh, that would have been really, really cool. Um, but 
that was the one thing he never filmed. But the rest of the movie is done, so we'll see if we'll ever one day get to see the Snyder Cut. Foreign box office for Joker brings in $140.5 million, so massive debut, along with its domestic money, made $234 million over the weekend, so fantastic, such a big debut there for Joker. Our first pickup for a full season for a new show, Fox has officially picked up Prodigal Son for a full season, so very, very happy about that. I reviewed this show on last week's episode. Uh, it's a really fun show. It's a really good show, and I'm glad to see it picked up. But that's the first news we've had on any of the new shows either getting picked up or canceled. So glad to see stuff is a rolling around already. Dylan Dog, remember Dylan Dog? There was a movie years ago that Brandon Ralph did, and it bombed really bad. But now James Wan is developing a live-action adaptation of Dylan Dog. They're going to do it as a TV series, a ten-episode TV series. So we will see how that one pans out. Damon Lindelof says he's designed the new Watchmen TV series as a self-contained one-season show. So we will see how much that sticks if it actually stays a one season show or not. Guy Ritchie is reteaming with Jason Statham for a new action revenge thriller. So I love the sounds of that. Of course, Jason Statham and Guy Ritchie work very, very well together. And I love me a revenge thriller. So let's do it. Earlier today, they finally dropped a new Red Band trailer for Zombieland 2 Double Tap, which I'm very excited about. The movie comes out like next week, so I've been pretty shocked that there's only been one trailer. So glad to see them drop a second trailer for us to have going into the new Zombieland movie. Matthew Vaughn says that he's still game to make a new Fantastic Four film. Hey man, if Matthew Vaughn wants to make Fantastic Four, I think Kevin Feige needs to pick up the phone and make a little phone call there. Um, because, But then again, so do the Russo brothers. So let, let's start having some directors duke it out to see who can actually make the new uh, Fantastic Four movie. But I'm glad to see big names actually invested in it. We have your first look at the MCU Infinity Saga box set. That's right. It is a full box set with 23 movies, all 23 MCU films with a bonus disc of a bunch of deleted scenes. On top of that, you're going to get the regular Blu-ray and the 4K Blu-ray of all of these movies. And it's just going to cost you about $500. So that's it. $500. bucks. Um, but then you'll have this glorious box set. Um, it is really, really nice. And it bugs me as somebody who moved away from disc a couple years ago. I get everything on digital. I already have all the MCU films in 4K. And I'm like, ooh, this would be kind of nice to have on the shelf. <laughs> but uh, I got to temper. I got to temper those expectations. 500 bucks is uh, quite a bit. Jeff Daniels is set to star... Uh, as former FBI director James Comey in a new CBS Studios four-hour limited series based on Comey's book. So they're moving forward pretty quick on that. Congratulations to Batwoman, which was off to a very solid start in the ratings last night. Um, the premiere of the new season um, came off very, very strong. So glad to see and we'll see if people come back to it next week. Adam Levine addresses his voice exit. He says, I don't miss how much I had to work. He misses the show, but he says, man, he was burned out and it was a lot of work on his end. So I don't blame him. He had been on every season since the show started. It looks like Madam Secretary might actually be changing the name of the show for its last season to Madam President. 
Uh, nothing confirmed there other than a picture, so take that for what you will. We have your first look at the new Little Mermaid Live promo, which debuts next month uh, on NBC, I believe. And uh, you can see your first look at uh, Alio Carvalho um, as the Little Mermaid, as Ariel, as uh, Queen Latifah, as Ursula, and everybody else that they got cast so far. So pretty cool there. Uh, and Asante Black, who a lot of people know from um, the Netflix series When They See Us. Um, he is now officially a full-time cast member for This Is Us. So congratulations to him on that. And on that note, that is the last of our news. Yes, 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 yes. Um, we do have, you know, and I know I've been missing this in the last couple of weeks where the shows, um, uh, but you know how we always used to post and talk about our everything wrong with and our, um, <clears throat> excuse me, our everything wrong with. And um, our Honest Trailers. So, um, let me talk to you about the latest that we got going on in that section of the game. Now, these videos are posted up on our Facebook page. So, if you go to facebook.com slash air, you can see these on there. Uh, last week, we had everything wrong with First Blood. Then, um, we went into everything wrong with Batman Hush, which is the latest animated film. And then, everything wrong with Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Which uh, was very, very good. So check those out. And the last two weeks worth of Honest Trailers, we had Honest Trailer Pokemon Detective Pikachu. And then the latest is Batman the Movie from 1966. That's right. That's the Honest Trailer for that one. So, booyah! (laughs) So there's your latest in that vein. So let's switch gears on over to our box office and release dates. And we'll get this baby wrapped up. Coming out on Blu-ray and DVD tomorrow will be Toy Story 4, Midsommar, and Annabelle Comes Home. In theaters this Friday will be Gemini Man, The Addams Family, and Jexy. Now, I'll definitely be seeing Gemini Man. I'm super excited for that movie. My daughter wants to see Addams Family, so I'm sure I'll see that as well too. I also want to see Jexy, but what's really weird is that there's been zero marketing for this film, which makes me feel like this is going to be a big pile of shit. Um, But I really like the Red Band trailer that they did for the movie, but I had no idea till just a couple days ago that this movie was actually coming out this week. There has been zero marketing, so I have a bad feeling about Jexy, but I do want to see it. Here's your box office top 10. Coming in number 10, it's Good Boys making just slightly under a million dollars. Number 9 is War making 1.5. Number 8 is Rambo Last Blood making 3.6. Number 7 is Judy making 4.4. Number 6 is Ad Astra with 4.6. Number 5 is It Chapter 2 with 5.4. Number 4 is Hustlers with 6.3. Number 3 is Downton Abbey with 8 million. Number two is Abominable with 12 million. And your number one film, like we've been talking about all night, it's Joker with $93.5 million. $93.5 million. Like I said, over 200 million worldwide. It's pretty damn crazy. So there you go, my friends. That is it. We kept it to a nice 30 minute mark. I love when we can make it nice and tight. So thank you all for joining me this week. Thank you all for tuning in and checking out and catching up with all the latest and greatest in the world of entertainment news. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Our official webpage is amiontheair.com. That's right, bookmark that, save it. Um, We are available 
on Facebook, facebook.com slash am I on the air. Follow us on Twitter at am I on the air. Follow me on Twitter directly at dxdonmega. We are on Apple Podcast. If Apple Podcast ain't your thing, don't you worry. We got you covered. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Google Podcast. We're all over the interwebs there to download us. Please download, rate, subscribe, leave us a little message. It would be awesome and it helps us out a lot to show people that you're listening to the show. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on YouTube. Just simply at Am I on the Air. Follow me on Stardust. Stardust is, of course, the really cool video app where you do 30-second video reviews talking about movies, TV shows, trailers. I'm very heavily on Stardust, so please give me a follow. I'll follow you back. You can follow me simply at Don Mega, D-O-N-M-E-G-A. All right? Stardust. Download it now for your favorite device. And last but not least, our great affiliates at RedDragonsRadio.com. Follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio so you always know what's going down in the world of podcasting. We got a ton of great shows on the network, and we're just one of them. So go check it out and spread the love. RedDragonsRadio.com. That'll do it for me, my friends, here on this Monday, October the 7th. I hope you all have a great week. Take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace! Bye, everybody! Red Dragons! Red Dragons!